Welcome to the Energetic Radio Podcast. My name is Dale Sidebottom. Each week, I'll bring you inspirational guests who will help you bring fun, energy, and purpose into your lives. Let the show begin. Welcome to episode number 194 of the podcast with the one, the only master coach himself, Mark Choco Williams. Now, for listeners, if you're not familiar with AFL, Australian rules football, the greatest sport ever created, then you may not have heard of Mark, but that is okay because as a coach, as a leader, as a previous educator, Mark is going to talk about the importance of building team dynamics, the power of relationships, um, and we're going to dive into so much more that you could apply to your business, in your school, with your family, and all areas of your life. So um, from winning premierships to captaining probably one of the biggest sporting clubs in Australia to now educating, training corporates, um, and just generally being a fantastic role model, not only for AFL, but for coaches in general. So guys, sit back. This is episode number 194 with Mark Choco-Williams. back to the podcast mark williams how are you mate well i'm great it's about time you got on to me too i've been waiting and waiting and waiting and uh no reply <laughs> i'll tell you what you are one of the hardest men to get along and i think that's one of the positives about corona that um you do have a little bit of free time now so uh very excited thank you for being on the show mate and finally you know agreeing to be on it Yes, well, I tried to get uh, your cousin still years ago and he, he refused to come to me. So I thought, based on that, I'm going to take a long time to come to you. So, <laughs> so I'm getting penalised for uh, steel once again, I tell you what. Um, now, all this corona stuff, I want to start with something positive, Mark. What is, what's something positive that has come out of this pandemic for you, mate? Well, uh, the tr- truth is, uh, December the... 18th, I think I had a uh, foot operation. I, I've had a tendon that's, uh, um, you know, pulled off the bone. So I had that operated on and it took a while and uh, to get better. But I think probably the last, I don't know, eight or nine weeks, so I've trained at least an hour every day. So that's that's been great. Also, uh, there's been opportunities like what we're doing today where people just ask out of the blue, can you, can you help them? And, you know, the idea that... Uh, with your spare time, I, I hate having spare time and sitting around doing nothing. So, uh, uh, you know, you're filling in my time today and uh, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a great thing that, you know, you can pay it forward if you like, help help someone else and uh, and who knows what happens in the future. But I, um, you know, I've been doing uh, some corporate stuff. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Matt Pavlich has a, and uh, James Begley have a group called uh, Pickstar and, They've been trying to get uh, celebrity, uh, you know, sports people to talk to business uh, for, I don't know, 15 to 30 minutes at the start of their days. I've been doing a few of those. I, you know, get nothing for them, but I, I get to meet a whole lot of people and uh, it does entertain me as well. I, I need to be good at it. I need to be able to, uh, you know, try and convince them that uh, they can find better pathways. And the idea that uh, their, their actual, uh, whoever's in charge of their um you know, uh, PD and uh, trying to make their business and their their group a lot better. Uh, I see them as innovative and trying to look for different ways. And, um, you know, I uh, also thought about all the players and all the people that I've, um, you know, know over the years and how how they would actually uh, handle 
uh, you know, environment that's not so structured and players and people like structure. So I was a little, uh, I wrote an article for the Herald Sun about it. And, you know, it's been, it's been great that, um, you know, uh, uh, I, I suggested people need to write goals and get up in the morning and actually tick some things off that they've done. And, you know, then I thought, well, shit, I better do the same thing myself. And, you know, it's been great. I've got a great feedback from people saying that they read it and, um, you know, understood it. Uh, you know, the, the view that people need to stay connected uh, the view that, uh, you know, we're all into technology now. We understand how to use Zoom and, uh, you know, keeping connected that way has been great. So it's a long answer to a short, sto- a short question. <laughs> it is, but uh, I think one of the things you just mentioned there that um, from the recent studies that loneliness at the moment, Mark, is uh, at an all-time high just because of everything going on. But also with technology, you know, we've never been so connected but so socially disconnected so i think one of the things you've just said is that'll come out of this is people will realize how important that human connection is and obviously with coaching that is as well but the one thing you really mentioned there is really kindness and service to others and that's what essentially what you've been doing how important is that to you and is that always been something that you really treasure and value in your coaching and um you know when you're working obviously you've had a fantastic coaching career but also with corporates and teams as well yeah, well, uh, again, uh, interestingly, my sister, she played for Australian lacrosse. She was captain and uh, also coach of lacrosse and won a World Series. So uh, she's pretty good sportswoman. She also, in the Australian cricket side, she played uh, football, touch football and uh, soccer for South Australia. So, uh, you know, uh, and also a PE teacher. So she has great understanding of how to get teams together. But she also, uh, after teaching, she got a master's in psychology and uh, did a master's uh, based on a lot of AFL. But uh, what were the traits that uh, winning coaches had and winning teams? And uh, the number one trait that came out was about care. And uh, can you show care to your group? And uh, gosh, I hate things written on walls and, uh, you know, uh, different leadership groups talk about it, but they don't deliver on it. So um, you, you have to be honest. You have to be, uh, you know, uh, genuine. People need to know that it's real what you're saying and what you're doing. So um, the idea that uh, uh, every day, can you show care? Can you understand what people uh, are going through? Can you uh, smell smell the environment and, you know, do a test as far as, yep, that smells good or we need to change this and be aware of it. Um, You know, having, you know, living in Victoria, we were very closed up there for a while. You could go out for an hour of um, uh, uh, doing some fitness and seeing people walk along the street, typically people wouldn't talk to you. You know, I'm a a talker, as you can see. Um, I usually say, hey, how you going? Hi, you know, that sort of stuff. So many more people now, because they have not got to see people and talk to people, they were much more responsive to uh, to connect with you and just say hi and understand we're all in this together and it's nice to be able to just acknowledge someone rather than uh, just watch the, uh, the trees as you walk by. Yeah, I, I think that's a really good point. I'm very similar to yourself that I always go out of my way to say hello to people. And when I'm with my wife, I, I scare people, Mark, because they don't look up at you. And they're like, oh, what, is, what does this guy want? I just genuinely want to say hello to him. Um, did you find that? But, just, and this just, on that though, just on that, I want to stay there. It's amazing. And, uh, you know, recruiting players and uh, over the years, I've spent a lot of time talking to them. And 
I want to just reflect on country people. Now, I think I'm a country. I think I'm country. <laughs> my kids are telling me I'm not. But uh, for two weeks every year for the first 25 years, uh, my parents come from about four and a half hours north of Adelaide in the Flinders Ranges uh, near Port Augusta, if people know. It's called Quorn. And... Uh, 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 Wilpina Pound and all these, uh, you know, big, um, if people look it up, they'll see where it comes from. But up there, uh, I had to spend time with country people and my cousins are, are very country. And uh, I just reflect that country people are much more genuine and much more connected and uh, they have to care for each other. They have to make do with things. They have to share things better. And when I uh, interviewed players, um, you know, from the country, you could just feel that a lot more and it just brings into your group real genuine people. I I actually love it and I love the, the fact that they can infiltrate the, uh, maybe the uh, city boys that don't get to understand that from a, a young age. So uh, I, I know you're from the country and you understand it. Because I've been around there and my parents were from the country, I understand it as well. And uh, uh, as you say, it, uh, it is scary for a lot of people that just live in the city. It is. And I, I think you're exactly right. Though. And I, I used to get embarrassed when my dad would do it, Mark, that he'd always go, get a mate and like right in their face. I still remember this one time on the tube in London where no one would look at anyone and my old man wears an Akubra hat and he, and he started conversation with this bloke and nearly pulled out his earplugs to have a chat and, and just scares people. So from that, you were just saying recruiting, obviously country people are different to city people. How important in a team is it to have a good blend? Because you don't want all country people because then that'd be annoying. Let's be honest. Oh, my wife's had enough of me, um, but then you don't want all, do you know what I mean? How important is a really good plan? Well, yeah, in all business, uh, having diversity, uh, uh, you know, it could be colour, it could be background, it could be religion. It's it's so important and it really does build your, uh, your team to be um, almost bulletproof and... Uh, uh, you have to spend a little bit of time, though, talking to each other. You can't just bring them all together and say, oh, well, that'll settle it, and that's that's how it is. You have to spend some time and genuine time to uh, connect. You have to have some uh, processes in place to uh, to be able to, uh, you know, listen, uh, talk to each other, uh, and, and then to be able to become, you know, all these trendy words like, uh, vulnerable and uh, you know open up and uh, you know things like uh, yeah anyway uh, it's all trendy now but uh, the fact of the matter all it is is speaking honestly and being able to uh, share some of your intimate stuff with other people and all of a sudden uh, they see you as real and they can connect with you better and they will uh, do things for you and uh, with you and you'll get a better result as your, your team. So uh, whether it's, uh, you know, the workers like the players, but uh, certainly the coaches, you know, I had uh, Dean Bailey and there's a wonderful uh, video in the grand final when, uh, you know, we're coming up against uh, Lee Matthews. He's won four premierships, three in a row, and we're about to play him. It's our first time there. And uh, two minutes into the game, I'm on the phone and I'm going a bit crazy because the phone has dropped off and it won't work. And uh, Dean Bailey, um, uh, rest in peace, Dean, he's standing next to me and he just uh, grabs my arm and just puts his hand on my arm and that calms me down. He's a different cat to me. Uh, I can be up and about and within a second I'm back on earth. Uh, it can affect other people and if there's a whole lot of people in the same room doing the same stuff it's not going to work but uh, understanding each other uh, bringing the uh, the best parts of each other and let, letting them shine 
gets you great results. And uh, so uh, diversity is so important. You know, um, uh, you know, I, I'd never met a Muslim person before. Uh, I met uh, Bashar Hawley when I was at uh, Richmond, and you know, I was in charge of the uh, development of the young players and the first to uh, fourth year players. I would get Bashar to come and uh, present to the players. He talked about his uh, pilgrimage to Mecca. Uh, he talked about why he prays five times a day. Uh, you know, what's going on here? Uh, I, and, you know, if you know me, I would ask him, okay, well, let's talk about terrorism. What's going on there, mate? And, you know, it, it can sound like I'm being really um, direct and uh, confronting, but what I'm trying to do is open up the edges where people don't tend to go. Uh, and for Bashar to then talk about how terrorism is completely against the Islam faith and uh, and how it's all about love and it's about all the caring stuff, uh, it was just wonderful to hear. And, uh, you know, in every religious faith, there's the people right down the end and he's saying that's where they are. That's not us. And um, it was just fantastic to hear and it, it just uh, alleviates a whole lot of the, the mystery of... Um, of uh, you know the person that might live next door to you across the road or the person that's on the bus you know uh, if you can actually talk to them and understand where they're coming from uh, you get much better society as well as a team yeah and i i totally agree with that and i call it connection before content because if you come in and just try and ram oh, I, love someone, I love those lines you, you let's write that, that down one, connection before content Right, I've got that. So, <laughs> so really, it's it's all about relationships. And I think anywhere in life, if you can build a relationship with somebody, you're onto a winner. Whereas you'd know better than anyone. If you've just got a new group of, group of people, coaching, work, well, anywhere, and you're straight into them without actually showing a little bit of yourself, and that might be vulnerable, bit of Brene Brown, it's a key word, whatever it wants to be. But again, relationships are the key. How important has that been for everything you've done? Uh, 100%, uh, you know, the, uh, another great example would be in regard to the Aboriginal boys that, um, you know, I'm, I'm lucky and, uh, you know, you at uh, coming from uh, Shepherd and there's a whole lot of Aboriginal people up there, so I'm sure that you've um, had something to do with them. But um, most Australians have got no idea of Aboriginals at all. They've never met one and they've never had them over their house. They've never been to their house. They've never met their families. Um, they've never been out bush, uh, you know, and um, into a community. And I, I, I'm very lucky that I have. And I understand that it seems like everyone should be the same, but the Aboriginals, there's a hundred different um, uh, different communities and, uh, you know, dialects and, and the customs and, wow, they're not all the same. They don't believe in exactly what each other believes in. And uh, to understand that it's important. At Port Adelaide, I think I coached 40 odd Aboriginal players. Uh, I didn't say I like them and then just not have them. I actually um, selected them. I wanted them to uh, not just come and make up the numbers though. I wanted them to be best on ground. And I have a wonderful photo of uh, the two Burgoynes, uh, Byron Pickett and uh, Gavin Wanganine uh, with the, uh, the Premiership Cup and myself uh, after the after the game, which, uh, I could get those guys together and, uh, you know, right now they even reflect on how special that photo is because they all played leading roles on the biggest game uh, that there was. And, um, and it was, it was really important for their, um, their families and their, and their, uh, you know, ex extended communities that they, they showed that they could um, stand up when the pressure was on. Um, 
how in the hell does that relationship come uh, between me and them? It's based on a whole lot of things. And, you know, uh, again, when my family came from up uh, Port Augusta, there was a whole lot of Aboriginal kids and we live right next to them. So I'd go down to swimming, swimming with them and mucking around with them and couldn't care less what colour skin they were. We were just kids mucking around together. So that helped. But um, with individual players, I would... Um, spend time with them. I'd certainly learn about their family and their customs. I would, um, you know, we would go to Aboriginal uh, art uh, display as a group. And it's important within your groups not to treat everyone the same and not say, hey, we're all the same and we have to have the same rules, have different rules for everyone. Now, everyone can have rules, don't make them too uh, dramatic or people can't breathe. Have to have them, uh, you know, a certain uh, width so that they actually work and people can uh, flourish in them. But uh, so it might be that uh, someone um, was sick in their family, I would give them extra time away from the club. That's important because then they start to understand that you understand their beliefs, understand how important it is for them about family. Um, we would go to the Aboriginal uh, art gallery. We, we would go and have um, uh, lunch together. I even remember taking... Uh, and some of the, some of the boys were from uh, Fiji and uh, and uh, uh, you know different other places, but they had dark coloured skin. Um, they would come w with us as well. We went to see the Blind Side movie, and uh, Sandra Bullock. Well, awesome. I, I must have seen it five hundred times, but um, <laughs> uh, uh, you know that would be almost correct. Um, but they came out and reflected on this was just how our family was when we started. And, uh, you know, I go, wow. We as a, a group of eight, I think, walked into the uh, the movies and it was uh, such a uh, confronting time for the um, the white folk that were sitting in there because they'd never seen that many Aboriginals together and uh, uh, were wondering what the hell. But, um, you know, it, all of those little experiences of saying, I'm going to take time out of my day and uh, to learn about you and care about you uh, comes back in spades in the end. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a win-win for everyone. And uh, I'm very connected with them right now and, and still uh, uh, I'm so lucky that I've uh, been brought into their, into their group and their family. And um, I suppose the last thing that I, I could say about that is um, I got to coach in uh, 2008 the uh, All-Star team against the, the Victorians. And you, you could pick a, um, a team and... Uh, who would think that, um, you know, out of the 22, I think I uh, had eight Aboriginal players and uh, way over the odds, if you like. And uh, of them, um, every one of them started on the ground. And, uh, you know, to this day, it was a statement. And I, uh, I love the fact that, um, uh, you know, Buddy Franklin goes out of his way to play because he could see that I was real. He had no idea, has no idea who I am. But uh, when that occurred, Andrew McLeod was captain, you know, all of these sort of things. And it was, it was a, a terrific statement that um, uh, one that I'll never forget. Mm, and I suppose looking back and thinking of that, like obviously 30 years of coaching, it'd be hard to pinpoint, you know, amazing times, obviously a premiership and things like that are pretty great. But are those some of the fondest moments, memories you have, Mark, of the connections that you were able to make with players, coaches, you know, supporters, things like that? What, when, when you sort of put it into one, does it remind you of like, 
you know, times like what you were just saying there, you know, like where you had eight starting on the ground for the, the All-Stars or winning the Premiership. What do you reflect on most or most proud of of everything you've achieved so far? Um, for those who don't know, my dad was a very famous football coach that um, won nine Premierships in Adelaide and he was captain coach of South Australia and uh, there's a grandstand in Adelaide named after him and uh, the medal of the best player for South Australia versus Victoria is called the Foss Williams Medal. Now, Dad came from uh, humble beginnings in the in the country. He uh, left school at uh, at seventeen and went to war. So he didn't start playing until he was twenty four. Um, and then he got his economics degree, and then he was uh, you know head of the um, the post post office in South Australia and, uh, and Northern Territory. And I could see uh, by example all the things he did. He also continually. Um, supported his players, had players come over to our place. And, you know, I was uh, in, the, in the environment of seeing uh, this is what it's like uh, to build a team and build uh, success. So I'd seen success all the way through as a, as a kid and um, just wanted to be part of it. And almost for me, it's, it was, um, you know, what's next? What's the next challenge? Uh, that's fantastic. Uh, so I'm always looking forward rather than backwards. And, you know, all these things have happened. Yeah, they're terrific. Uh, you know, Captain of Collingwood, you can't get better than that. You know, that's as, that's as good as it gets. And uh, I was very honoured to be that. Um, played in front of 112,000 people at the NCG. Um, you know, some really nice things. But uh, the fact of the matter is I really love the fact that I've helped uh, individual players, whether they are rookie players, to get on the list of Daniel Pierce played 250 games and he was a bloody rookie and no one liked him. Uh, that's great. Uh, Dean Brogan, a rookie that uh, uh, played basketball and won a NBA or NBL, NBL. Uh, but, um, and then he, and then he wins a premiership. Uh, these are great things. Uh, working closely with Dustin Martin, who, you know, at the time there was a lot of people saying, let's get rid of him. And, uh, you know, to see how everyone loves him now and what, what's going on. Again, all based on the fact of uh, forming fantastic relationships and uh, and him believing and trusting in. And so I, I just love those things more than anything. Um, but I love the next challenge. What What's on next? What else can I do? And, you know, you, you know that I, um, I also formed a, a company called um, Champion Teams. And in that, I, I, I kind of go to different... Uh, business organisations, companies in regard to uh, helping their their uh, group of people become better teams. And I just get the same thrill out of walking out of one of those, um, uh, you know, programs and meetings with them uh, as I did to win, win a game. I just absolutely love the fact that uh, those guys and girls are, are now feeling uh, challenged. Uh, I certainly uh, don't leave them with... Um, Oh, well, that's, that's nice. See you later. Uh, it's, it's a little bit sitting on the edge and feeling like, gee, I need to change. I need to uh, strive. I need to uh, get better. What else can we do? What's a different way of doing it? And uh, I, I just love the fact that um, I'm, I'm helping people in business as well as, uh, you know, the football and, uh, and sporting world. Yeah, and I love that, Mark. And we'll get into that a little bit more because I want to dive into that and, and the one-to-one coaching you're doing as well. But um, one thing about this, I know you're a, you're a teacher. Uh, there's a lot of teachers listening to this and coaches. What what are some of the advice or probably the best bit of advice you'd give to young teachers or coaches um, that maybe you wish someone had given you that you've learnt over the years of, um, you know, probably learnt by 
failure or by doing. But now, like the number one or two tips you could give straight away. Yeah, these are questions without notice, just in case everyone's looking around. They're the only way to do them, mate. I wasn't giving them to you. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, um, look, for, for me, you need to dip your toe. You can't be sitting there and sitting on the edge all the time and, uh, and oh, maybe I will and maybe I won't. Actually have a crack at it. Um, have a go at it. Uh, as you say, you do continually, and the best coaches and best teachers are continually refining what they do so uh, as old as I am I promise you I don't do what I used to do 20 years ago uh, I'm better than that I I want to know about zoom I want to know about technology I I'm, I hear some of the other coaches and older coaches who you know might might not be succeeding right now I get disappointed in them because I hear that they they don't use the video analysis they don't know how to use the editing, um, you know, iMovies or whatever. Uh, you know, I love all of that stuff and uh, I I love the challenge of uh, how can I do it and I want to do it better and uh, I want to learn from, I don't care who it is. Um, if it's a young kid, if it's a uh, older person, uh, if it's something to do with uh, music, if it's something to do with uh, art, um, I, will, I will love to be inspired by people and uh, uh, it, it really... I'm always looking for a, a different motivation and a different way to inspire people to be the best they can be. And that's, that's what it is. And quite often, and I'm saying to you now, don't, don't, um, don't be uh, thinking that uh, if a, a group can't do it, an individual can't do it, or uh, a player can't do it, it's their fault. It's probably yours. And uh, you need to keep thinking, oh, gee, that's not working. How am I going to find a better solution for it? And uh, uh, as long as you go to bed at night and wake up in the morning with uh, uh, a, an attitude, uh, let's get this done and let's get it, uh, uh, find a way, uh, I'm thinking that uh, you're always uh, enjoying your days because you're searching. Yeah, and I, I think if you are playing the blame game, then uh, it's only a matter of time before you get caught out because a lot of the time, if things aren't going well, you need to be adjustable and do something yourself. So let's talk about now, obviously, uh, is, um, is 100% sure that is the VFL season cancelled? In Is that done? No. No. I'm not sure. Not no sure. one knows. So, so it's all up Everyone. in there. So let's talk, let's talk about now. So I'm um, really excited, the one-to-one -one coaching that you're doing, uh, Andrew Rains. Do you want to talk a little bit about that and how it came about? Because I think that's a really exciting opportunity for, you know, young and upcoming players, particularly in Victoria. And I know it's going around Australia, but to learn from, obviously, as yourself, one of the best coaches to ever go around. Yeah, look, I, I feel very qualified given the fact that I'm a teacher. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I've been doing this for a long time, like in... Uh, you know, phys ed lessons, and I'm a phys ed teacher, but uh, uh, I, I actually coached my sons when I was uh, AFL coaching. I, I would coach them once a week, and then on the Saturday prior to our game, you know, they were playing in the early morning, so I'd go and coach them, and uh, when we are interstate, I'd have someone else stand in. But, you know, for 13 or 14 years, I coached the, the kids as well. So I saw parents and I saw... Um, other, you know, teachers not quite understanding how to coach. And uh, so it was interesting, actually, I, uh, I might have one. Yes, I do. Um, I have a, uh, a ball here. I invented, so for 100 and, um, 125 years, Sharon have come up with a, uh, a football and uh, I came up with a, uh, a better way of teaching it. So it has a, um, 
uh, a sweet spot on the end and it has a spin line. So when it spins, the players get immediate feedback as to whether it uh, works well. It comes with, um, it's called the Sharon Precision. Uh, I promise you if you go online, sharon.com.au forward slash slash precision uh, there's 15 videos there that as me giving to you free um all the information as to how i coach kicking and it has a, l a little girl and then a um uh 18 year old kid and then um and then it has dustin martin in it and uh i've been doing that for a long time and i have a video of um doing it with uh Warren Treadray and Stuart Dew and, uh, you know, those players back at Port Adelaide, probably 1998. Uh, I uh, certainly spent time with um, GWS doing it and, uh, you know, I was completely delighted that, you know, Jason Castagna and, uh, and Dan Butler and those blokes that are uh, now premiership players at Richmond, they spent hours and hours and hours doing it with me and uh, I have all the videos of all those. Uh, so I know it works. Um, because I've got a lot of spare time now, and as I said, I like to entertain myself. I think, well, I can I can give back. You know, certainly um, these people are paying, but um, they're paying nothing like uh, what they they would for a, a tennis lesson or a cricket. Uh, sorry, a uh, a golf lesson or something like that. And they want to be AFL players. I'm giving them the best chance. I know about uh, what it takes to get drafted. Uh, the parents come. I completely involve them in it in regard to. Um, you know, the feedback, uh, what they need to do while they're away from between the sessions, uh, get online, have a watch this video, uh, follow this player. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's not just that um, that hour I spend with them each time. It's, uh, you know, it's it, it, it goes on between there and the, and the next session. And, you know, I, I absolutely love it. Um, I, I have kids from five years old uh, up to... Um, 24 year old who still wants to get drafted you know and he is so driven we went and watched St Kilda train the other day as one of the sessions uh, sitting there watching what the best do and and then looking at the game and where he plays and watching individuals at training and you know so I, I, I can uh, I can help uh, any player and uh, the other thing that I can do is help any coach and you know if coaches want to uh, uh, you know book in for a session I, I can spend an hour talking to you on zoom about anything to do with coaching and uh, you know drills and how to manage people and you know so I, I'm um, I'm delighted that Andrew's got you know because through my champion team thing I was doing this and not quite getting enough um, exposure for it. Andrew's got a, a system that um, you know it's Australia wide and I'm just one of his uh, employees if you like but uh, I do um, I do really enjoy it and. Um, you know, I'm getting great, um, great feedback from the um, the people that are doing it and the and the parents that are attending it. Awesome. Well, I'll have links in the show notes, guys. If uh, any coaches, trainers, teachers, parents, anyone around the world wants to uh, obviously contact Mark and pick his brain, 30 odd years, you could not get a better person to obviously learn from. So, Mark, you spoke about everything you've done and you said you like being busy. How do you relax, mate? I'm actually interested in this because I can see your energy and I can tell that it, you, I reckon you find it really hard to relax. So, how do you actually do that? Uh, well, as I said, I like to work, work up, wake up each day with things to do. And, uh, you know, at night time, I probably write down five or six things that, ah, oh, 
I'd like to get that done tomorrow. So you, you're on the list, you know what I mean? And that, that's good. That's one thing. I've already had a couple of meetings. Uh, I need to get some fitness in today. Uh, it's raining. Uh, yesterday, I cut the lawns. You know, I did the edges. I, uh, I, lo I like to make sure that uh, uh, there's some sort of uh, organisation in my mind. And then I have, and I, um, I'll, I'll show you if you like here. It's, it's real if I tell you, but I, I, I like whiteboards. And, uh, you know, I showed you behind. I've got a whiteboard behind me that I just write on. But I also have a, a, a big, uh, I don't know how to show that. Let me see. I just a big yeah. white page. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's big. Um, but typically, you know, I'm just writing. As, uh, somehow you'll get to see this in a second. Uh, yeah, there. there we go. So yeah, I'm just writing for a And I just love to see things all. Yeah, I've still got that to do and I, I want to get to it. And uh, it also adds to my imagination because, you know, you can see that I can say imagination is important, but I've actually invented a football and I got it uh, a patent on it and all those things. So I'm actually into uh, hmm, seeing some process that someone does or uh, and saying, well, maybe I could uh, change that a little bit and come up with something. And it might be um, about, you know, uh, I love to watch the internet. I love to see things in regard to, um, uh, you know, coaching or uh, or uh, business improvement, uh, improvement of individuals. Um, I love listening to podcasts. You know, when I'm writing, I'm listening to things I want to actually improve on. I hate read, I, I don't hate reading books, but I'm not really good at reading books, but I'd much rather, you know, I love watching documentaries. I love w listening to podcasts. I'm not very good at reading. It takes too long for me and it feels I don't like being sitting down in one spot. For those. Uh, so ha having said that, um, I can surf and uh, I've got a, a mouse. So I like doing that. I've taken uh, lots of the footballers over the years surfing and, you know, I've got video of me teaching Dustin how to surf and a few others. Um, you know, uh, Daniel Rioli hated the going in the water. He doesn't like the sharks. And uh, um, <laughs> Marby or Chol couldn't even swim, but I strapped him onto a surfboard and away he went. Uh, and we, we made it through. So uh, I love doing that. Um, um, but other things, um, I, you know, love going in the movies. And uh, in the movies, I can, it's an escape. And when I was, you know, under pressure as a senior coach, to be able to go to the movies and, um, you know, just dream about what might be or, uh, you know, how people have put this movie together and, uh, and you know, how they've um, delivered their lines. And, you know, I love going to musicals. I love going to uh, seeing live shows where people have to be so pr precise right on that, that moment and deliver you know, uh, that does it for me. I know um, 1981, I think it was, that um, Chariots of Fire came out, you know, so we're talking a long time ago now. <laughs> and uh, that, that was, and it, it came out on the the uh, TV last night. It was um, it was the uh, Wednesday before the 91, uh, the 81 grand final that I played in. And as a phys ed teacher, to see Chariots of Fire, that, you know, you learn about the Olympics and all that stuff. Uh, it really did motivate me. I just love the fact that I can get myself up uh, by seeing th people do things. And, you know, it might be Eminem and 8 Mile. You know, I, I, you know, I have a, such a variety of um, a musical taste. Um, you know, I, I don't care. 
uh, if it's something that I like, I, I love to dance. I um, used to teach dance as a phys ed teacher and I don't drink, so people might find that unusual. Never drank as a footballer, but I always go out. So uh, uh, my personality, though, had enough confidence to go and ask the girls if they could uh, like a dance. All the other boys would be drinking in the back corner. Uh, they might even bring the girls around and the girls are sitting there a bit bored. So I'd be able to uh, chip in there and say, oh, would you like to dance? And the way I'd go. And uh, uh, so I had some uh, terrific fun there. Um, so I don't know, a, a variety of things. And even around the house, you know, if it's fixing stuff, I'll, as long as I've got the right tools, I've, I've got a good chance of uh, delivering on that. And in the end, um, you know, I've always, um, uh, you know, Look, look to uh, to do things that other people can do, and say, yeah, well, yeah, I probably can do that. Probably can yeah. do that. And, uh, I like that. I mucked up a lot of things, and uh, have proper tradesmen come afterwards and fix it up. But that's okay. <laughs> you got to give everything to go yourself, I think. And I think that relates back to coaching. You know that you've got to practice what you preach. And if you expect other people to do it, Mark, then you know you sort of need to lead by example yourself. So I like that you're giving that a go. Now I got one for you, just, mate. Just on that though, uh, leading by example, and um, we talk about care. One of the things that we used to, I always sat at the front of the bus so the players could do what they like behind me, if you like. So I'm not sitting there watching them, and uh, you know every minute of. Uh, you know, being a policeman all the time. Uh, I, I did have rules, uh, as I said, which, you know, you can go so far and then if you break them, oh, there's no chance that uh, you won't know about it because uh, I am responsible in the end. And, uh, you know, if you're in, uh, in leadership, you are responsible. So don't blame other people. If things aren't going right, uh, you set the rules and make sure that, uh, uh, you know, that you're keeping the standards but we'd get off the bus and you know there'd be 30 players or people and the first thing I'd do every time is get all the bags off the bus you know it might be the bus driver and me and maybe one other coach but every time get all the bus uh, get all the bags off the bus and so it, it then got to players to see we're not above the other people you know we're lucky to be in this environment we're lucky to be born to be able to coach or play or whatever it is uh, but don't treat people like they're beneath us and uh, you know by giving that example players then start to be uh, a little bit more humble a little bit more aware of uh, where they stand in the community their role and uh, how they might be able to um, assist by just lending a hand and uh, and showing that they're real rather than uh, they're, uh, you know, um, I don't know, Barbie dolls on, on, on a pedestal. <laughs> I, uh, I love that. And I think it really sums up the whole sort of chat there, Mark. That we started with, you know, trying to help other people. And then, as you just mentioned, you know, you're teaching young men to do exactly the same thing. And it, I think it comes back to that book, uh, Legacy by James Curry about the All Blacks, you know, where we sleep the sheds. Um, that... Uh, good all blacks make good good people you know and i think that's the same in any day life that you know if you do nice things for other people good things will happen for you so i really like that so mark everyone listening today where is the best place to find you contact you reach out to you get your coaching zooming mentoring check out your awesome backdrop that you've got on your zoom wow, feature wow, wow. it is incredible <laughs> if, if they get to see the, see this um, video it's uh... It was recently, uh, I, my wife and I went uh, for a walk around the tan and uh, we, uh, we then went through the uh, uh, botanical gardens at, uh, in Melbourne and it's, it's absolutely beautiful there. So, uh, look, there's uh, different ways, but uh, if you look up YouTube, um, 
uh, there's Ch uh, Mark Williams champion teams. There's a whole lot of free videos there in regard to uh, the footy side. Um, uh, MarkWilliamsChampionTeams.com.au will get you uh, uh, the ability to, you know, uh, book me to come and talk about basically the business of winning. And it, it, you know, I, I reflect on what I see in, in clubs and in teams and how that relates so directly to what's going on in business and how to make your business better. Um, you know, I've dealt with some fantastic companies, including, you know, Boeing and, and Deloitte and Santos and, uh, you know, PwC. And there's a whole array of different people. Uh, one of the greatest things, and, uh, you know, I have had blood, blood cancer. And, uh, you know, for someone that didn't drink and never smoked and was really quite fit, how the hell am I supposed to get cancer? That's just not the right thing. But anyway, um, I, I went and uh, spent... Uh, uh, you know, uh, a long time doing uh, radiotherapy and and uh, I spent time with the radiologists and uh, and uh, the, you know, the oncologists and I listened and I, with my way, I'm sitting there and I'm watching people, I'm watching their process, I'm watching how they, uh, you know, the sick people come in and how they deal with them, uh, the environment that's created. So I, I said to, um, you know, Peter Mac, uh, uh, hospital, I said, oh, I wouldn't mind doing a, a, a chat for you, uh, you know, obviously free because these people have saved my life and I, I want to give back. So we had 45 uh, radiologists and uh, doctors come and listen and, you know, the feedback, that's the, you know, they've done for 20 years and that's the best they've ever had. I, I made them do some stuff. I made them understand how they communicate with the, uh, the patient and me being the patient, I had firsthand knowledge of hey, you need to do this better. And uh, there was one occasion where uh, there was uh, bad communication between two of the, uh, the people that were running it and I told them how I felt. And basically, that's it. I'm not coming back here. I'm out of here. I don't trust you. And within a second, I, I could... And because it was me, I told them that. And they, to their credit brought back the people that I was familiar with. They put on the music that I liked. They it created the environment that settled me down and made me feel like this is going to succeed. And anyway, th those little things, uh, it means so much to me that I, I've now d done it at different, um, different hospitals that people want to pay and listen to uh, a, a patient who's a coach, who is a teacher, trying to teach their staff about how to make um, the... Um, the journey back to uh, to life and back to health uh, better, and uh, you know I'm I'm stoked that you know people are interested to listen to um, the way that I uh, present. I show and I've got so many little videos and little photos of what happens in clubs, whether it's football or basketball or soccer or whatever, uh, because I look for these little examples and I copy them and I video them and I show. Uh, every person that comes to a, something with me. Uh, so they leave with not a, a bland, uh, abstract, what was he talking about? They've actually got exact examples of what I'm talking about. And um, they've got ways of actually improving themselves and making it better for themselves. So, you know, I'm, I'm delighted with that. Um, and uh, so if, if you come through that way, that, that would be the absolute best. One-on-one um, -on -one coaching uh, uh, you can look up and uh, and actually book me for that, um, but you, you need to live in Victoria to get that. So um, uh, the champion team thing is uh, certainly 
uh, .com.au and you can uh, you can get football coaching in there, but certainly uh, anything to do with uh, business. I absolutely love doing it. I love the challenge of it. I love the success and uh, and rewards that it brings the uh, the businesses that I work with. Yeah, well, guys, if you're listening, I'll have links to that in the show notes. And not only businesses, sports clubs, but also schools. I know that uh, particularly when I was a teacher that some of the PDs that we would sit through, Mark, were quite boring. So um, actually get a hands-on experience about building a dynamic team, um, make it fun and engaging, because I think that's one of the biggest sort of aspects of coaching and delivering, and and that's exactly what you do. So, mate, as you know, as a teacher, you have 600 kids and everyone wants a little bit different and you need to find a way to uh, make them want to come to work or to school or to your club every day and enjoy it. There's delight in, oh, I'm getting in the car and gee, who knows what it's going to be today rather than, oh God, I always <laughs> remember the worst teachers. The worst teachers, I hated the subjects. Uh, the teachers I... Uh, was inspired by obviously have inspired me to uh, to be what I am now as well. So uh, I'm I'm agreeing with you, and uh, uh, there's great opportunities there uh, for uh, PD. I've been in a lot of schools, and I you know obviously it fits in so well with me being a teacher. Um, the other thing that uh, everyone is on today about is resilience, and you know I uh, having having had a, a few things happen in my life, including you know. F- Phil Walsh, my best mate, who was a, um, a coach, uh, uh, being killed by his son. You know, his son and I are very good friends. My son and his son uh, were almost best mates at school. You know, so you can imagine the, the you know, how, how that has uh, impacted on me. And, you know, to try and tell those stories and, and uh, then talk about how to get out the other side and, and get on with your life, um, you know, it's, I've got wonderful stories in regard to that as well and uh, and experiences of how to help the people that are, uh, you know, uh, uh, are really struggling uh, to, uh, to succeed. Yeah, and I think learning through story is the way we do it. If you can read off stats and facts, people will zone out. Whereas if you start telling a story, and that's why I've just been enthralled listening to you today, Mark. So firstly, thank you very much after nine emails for finally agreeing to come on the show, mate, um, and giving up your time today. Um, I've really enjoyed it, well, mate. The 50,000 that you, you sent me, you know, that got me over the line. So well done. <laughs> so persistence, guys. If you want something, go for it. <laughs> Thanks again, Mark. Really appreciate it, mate. No worries, mate. And uh, certainly to everyone out there, stay safe and uh, and keep enjoying what you're doing and, and uh, never be satisfied with where it is. Always keep looking for the, the next new thing and it's just around the corner.